Welcome to episode two of Midlife Made Simple, the one where I talk about attitude being your compass to success. If you're tired of waiting for people and circumstances in your life to change so you can finally go after your midlife dream, this podcast is for you. Welcome to Midlife Made Simple, where I help women just like you make midlife your best life yet. In each episode, I share simple ways to navigate life's challenges with joy, fun, and ease. Stop waiting around for things to change. This is it. This is your life. Make it yours. I'm Janelle. Welcome to Midlife Made Simple. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. We've got some construction going on outside, so if you hear some banging, that's what it's about. They're building a house, which is really fun to watch, but anyway, that's what's happening. So I want to know, how is your attitude today? This is what we're going to talk about, attitude, because I believe that attitude determines what we get out of life. The successes we desire, whatever that might be, whether we like it or not, What we fail to accomplish in our lives is in large part due to our attitude. And yet we are constantly making other people or circumstances in our lives responsible for our attitude. I catch myself doing this still. I'll give you an example. My husband and I just had an anniversary over the weekend and I really wanted to travel. It seems like forever since we've like actually been on a vacation by ourselves. And he is not into being around a lot of people right now. And I respect that. But when he said that he didn't want to go anywhere, which, by the way, is a circumstance because of COVID, which is another circumstance, I honestly felt really frustrated. My attitude got really negative pretty fast. And I was seeing myself getting upset with him and being angry that we're still dealing with this virus two years later. And the more I thought thoughts like this, the more my mind started going down the rabbit hole about all the thoughts. They just kept spinning and spiraling down, down, down. Now, thankfully, I know to see this. Like I can catch myself and I can stop myself because I've had lots of practice. But I know a lot of you out there are believing right now that your efforts in achieving your goals are not working. You are feeling frustrated and defeated and you're blaming circumstances or people. And this attitude, my friends, will not get you the results you desire. Now, you can completely take control of your attitude, but only if you're willing to take responsibility for it. And today I'm going to help you do that. Attitude is so misunderstood. Let's just look at what attitude is. Attitude is the sum of your thoughts, your feelings, and the actions that you take. Now, there is an unlimited amount of circumstances that happen in our lives, in the world. But it is our attitude that we choose on purpose or the one that we default to, that's going to determine the outcome of those circumstances in our lives, short-term and long-term. Now, lots of people argue about this, okay? 
They'll argue that other people or circumstances determine our attitude, how we feel, how we think, and that we don't have control over that. And guess what? If you believe that, then that will always be the truth for you. As long as you argue for it, it's going to be the truth for you. But if you want to change it, if you want to take back control of it, then it happens by how we decide to think on purpose. So before we take a deep dive into this, I want to talk about the components of our attitude. To begin with, I just want to touch back on circumstance for a minute. A circumstance is a fact. A circumstance in a situation or in the world, in our lives, it could be something someone said, like what my husband said to me, or what somebody did, okay? All of those specific things are circumstances. They are not thoughts. I like to say a circumstance is something that 99% of people will agree on. So things like, if you look out the window, the sky is blue, the sun is shining. Okay, those are circumstances. They're facts. Construction is going on across the street. That's a fact that 99% of people that walked or drove by would agree. iPhones exist. That's a circumstance. But saying that the iPhone is the best phone, that is not a fact. That's just my thought. Okay. So this is important because when we get into our own stories about things, we tend to think that we are telling facts when the majority of the time we are just sharing our thoughts about something. So the first part of our attitude is our thinking. Okay, it's a thought and a thought. It's just a sentence or a group of sentences in our head. The thoughts I had about not traveling for our anniversary were things like, He shouldn't worry so much. This virus has gone on too long. We're never going to get to travel anywhere. Those were all thoughts, not facts. Every thought that we have triggers an emotional response in our body. And that emotional response is what we call a feeling. So feelings are one, maybe two words. Often when I ask people what the feeling is that goes with a thought they are sharing with me. They give me a whole other thought. And often that happens because most of us just don't have a very big emotional vocabulary. We're not taught to tune into emotion. But a feeling or an emotion is just one or two words. It's not a whole other sentence. So pay attention to that when you're thinking about a feeling that you have about something. Then the feeling or this emotion drives the action that we take or we don't take. So there are three kinds of action. There's action, there's reaction, or there's inaction. Interesting, right? So when we are in inaction or idle, that is still a kind of action. If we are reacting to a situation versus maybe responding to it, That is a kind of action. Okay, and then we have all the other kinds. So our results are a consequence of these three things. Our thoughts and our feelings and our actions create our attitude, create our results. It's also important to say that the results that we get cause another reaction and the whole thing starts all over again. 
So changing our thinking, our believing, and our feeling might seem really difficult, might seem really far away, might seem like, is this really how things work? Because we are so conditioned to believe that we can't choose our thinking. But that just isn't true. That is just a belief that we picked up or were taught. And in fact, when we start taking back the power to choose our thoughts and feelings and beliefs, the possibilities in our life really are limitless. Okay, We become much more conscious, much happier people. And I know this because I've done it. And that is true for me. And I have seen many of my clients' results change in their lives in an instant sometimes when they take back this power. So I like to use the image of a stick person to illustrate this. This idea of a stick person came from a man named Thurman Fleet. And he was a healer and a metaphysical teacher long, long time ago. And he taught that the mind is movement. And most of us are taught that the mind is the brain. Like if we, if I say, where's your mind? Almost everybody points to their, their head, right? Their brain. But the mind is actually throughout our body. And I'm going to demonstrate this. So if you happen to have a piece of paper and a pen, you can draw this image out. Otherwise, just kind of imagine it as I'm talking through it. So go ahead and draw a circle to represent the head, the image of a head. And then I want you to cut it in half. So just draw a horizontal line through the center of the circle, through the middle of the head. And below the head, you can attach a little short vertical line to represent the neck. And then attach a smaller circle to that short neck to represent the body. And then you can go ahead and attach some arms and legs. And this was the image that Thurman Fleet shared of the mind. Okay, The top half of the head represents the conscious mind. The conscious mind is the intellectual mind. It's the knowing mind. Circumstances, people, ideas, all things enter here, often through our five senses, which are hearing seeing, tasting, touching, smelling, and are hooked up to this part of our mind, the conscious mind, and the outside world. Okay, What is coming into the conscious mind has no power until we give it power. Until we have a thought about something, it is not good or bad. It just is. We have the ability in our conscious mind, that top part of the circle, to have a thought And this is where we get to decide if it's good or bad, if we want to keep it or not keep it. And it's the place where the conscious mind gives it meaning. Okay, the good or the bad. We can think anything we want about this. And we build ideas and pictures in our conscious mind about it. Okay, so when I heard my husband say, He didn't want to travel. That came into my conscious mind through my senses, right? Through hearing it. And immediately, because this happens very, very quickly, I made meaning of it. I made meaning that it was bad. It was wrong. It shouldn't happen. He shouldn't think that, blah, 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 on and on. 
Okay. I pictured in my mind, in my conscious mind, that we weren't like, we're going to be sitting home on our anniversary and we were never going to travel. Like I just had images in my mind related to those thoughts. Okay. Because we think in pictures and in words. Okay. So if I say, think about your car, you can get an image of your car in your mind. If I say, think about your house, you can get an image of your house, but immediately you get a picture in your mind. Okay. So all of this is happening in the conscious top part of that circle. Now the bottom part of the circle is the subconscious mind. This is the emotional mind. Remember we talked about thoughts and feelings. The subconscious mind is the emotional mind. It's the feeling mind. When you impress an idea from the conscious mind, okay, onto this part of our brain, of our mind, the subconscious, it creates a vibration. Okay. The vibration is an emotion and that emotion controls our body. And then one of three types of actions occurs. Remember the action, the inaction or reaction. Okay, our body goes into one of those kinds of actions. If it's a negative idea or thought in our conscious, then in our subconscious, we move into a negative emotion or vibration. If it's a positive one, we move into a positive vibration. And based on that, we get positive or negative results. Okay, results we either do want that's going to move us forward or results that we do not want. We have the ability to look for the good in everything. Okay, people get really annoyed at me about this because they always think you're so positive. Okay, like it's a bad thing, right? Like I ask people sometimes, um, I ask them to share their superpower with me and I share one of mine is that I can always make lemonade out of lemons. I can always find the positive in something. Okay, so we have the ability to look for the good in everything. We also have the ability to see the negative in everything. Okay, we all know people that no matter what happens, they can find the negative in it instant just as easily as I can find the positive in it. Okay, but we have the ability to to do that and we have the ability to change that. Okay, we have the ability to take the positive and put a negative spin on it or take the negative and put a positive spin on it. Okay, we're just conditioned. We just have a paradigm or belief system within us that has done it our way for so long that that's just what automatically happens. It's like part of our DNA to either be positive or negative, but it can be changed. So most people. This is an example. Most people see failure as a negative thing. Okay, so they have negative thoughts about failure, negative emotions associated with failure, and they will go to great lengths to avoid failure. Most people don't ever try to go for a big goal because they don't want to fail. They don't want to feel negative emotion. And if they do fail, they immediately quit because they don't like that feeling, right? They start telling themselves things in their mind. They start having thoughts which trigger feelings, which triggers the actions. And so we don't go for the big goals because we don't want to fail and feel that negative emotion. 
which by the way, I think is a very sad thing. Everybody should go for big things. We're meant for it. Okay, I digress. But when I work with clients and help them to view failure as a positive thing, okay, to start seeing them it in a positive light and show them that failure is just feedback so that they can change course or keep going, then they stop let or they don't let them, it stop them anymore. They don't fear the failure. <clears throat> they let it fuel them into the next idea. Feeling, the next feeling, the next action, or whatever it is that creates a positive result they're looking for. People think it is a talent and ability that creates success. But truly, our success is more dependent on our attitude. I have known some very smart people that were failing because they had a really bad attitude. And I know people that don't possess a lot of knowledge about things that have a great attitude and are very, very successful. So where can you start? Start by questioning your thoughts. Start by seeing your mind. Okay. Throughout your day, start paying attention to what you're thinking and what you're feeling. Okay. Decide if you want to accept those thoughts that are coming into your conscious part of your mind. Okay, notice if they're going to be useful. Just take a pause. Yeah, this is what I think. Is that useful to me? Is it going to move me closer to my goal, to the things that I want in life, to who I want to be? And if it creates positive emotions for you. I have learned that when people bring things up that could be true or right, okay, this happens a lot in our day, like we're going along and we hit up against some resistance or somebody throwing out something at us about something in the world that may be true or right. I've learned that I don't have to get caught up in it. I simply say, that's interesting or that's fascinating. And I move on or change the subject because engaging doesn't move me forward. It doesn't improve my attitude. Now, this isn't to say that I never engage in something in things sometimes or I never feel a negative emotion. <clears throat> I do, but I know it's always a choice. I know that I can turn it off. I can turn it on. I can turn it up. I can turn it down. Right. When I stopped engaging with thinking and ideas about not traveling for my anniversary, I started to consider what else could be possible. What else could be fun for me and him? And you know what? An idea came like almost in an instant. And then I started getting emotionally involved with that idea that happened in my subconscious. And I felt excitement. And then I moved my body into action, making reservations and I surprised him with the perfect anniversary adventure. No, hardly any people involved, which was a hot air balloon ride. And it was so fun, so much more fun than maybe the travel would have ever been. So question the thoughts and ideas and pay attention to your attitude. Take responsibility for it. If your goal is to start coaching business or leave and leave your corporate job 
and do it in a different way, what I call a simple way, if you're trying to achieve goals in a simple way, then come on over and join my Facebook group, the Belief Lab for Midlife Plus Coaches. And there in the guides tab, you're going to find an image of a stick person and some questions that will help you take your attitude to the next level. Okay. So again, this group is the belief lab for midnight, midlife plus coaches plus meaning even older than midlife belief lab for midlife plus coaches. And I'll be over there waiting to help you take your next steps. Have a great week and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Midlife Made Simple podcast, where I believe midlife can be your best life yet. If you have a midlife dream you're struggling to make a reality, you're probably making it harder than it has to be. So stop it. Stop overthinking. Stop hustling. Instead, let's make it simple. Want some help? Connect with me in our Facebook group, Midlife Made Simple, or on Instagram at Janelle underscore for my family. There you'll find free resources to help you ditch the daily grind and bring your dream to life with joy, fun, and ease.